0: Okay, that's this genius.
1: A little star.
0: Go to audible.com slash replay. That's audible.com slash replay and get started today. Uh, Eddie Q
2: and Jimmy Iovine. Hey, Eddie. Oh, no. Jimmy. Sure.
0: So what's new? Um, Okay. Uh, Why did you do this deal?
1: Well, first, it's been it's been a long day, but it's been a great day. All right. Okay. Uh, And uh, you know, you just heard why we did this deal. It's about music. Um, Music is something that is really important to culture. It's important to everybody in the world. It crosses all languages, borders. Everyone loves music, and Apple's been involved in music since day one back when we started Apple II, all the way to today. And this is just about us continuing to invest in music. And Beats in particular has three things that we really wanted, that we loved. Uh, Number one is incredible talent. This is the smartest music person I've ever met, and I've been in the music industry for 12 years. Secondly, Dre is an incredible artist with an incredible ear. And the team that they formed around them is sensational. I've gotten the opportunity to meet a lot of them, and they've got an incredible team that's gonna fit perfectly in the Apple. So number one, incredible talent. Number two, they've built an amazing premium headphones. One of the things that people forget is you can create great music, but then you have to listen to it. And they've done an amazing job of really taking the audio and making it sound incredible. And they've been hugely successful with this. And number three is Beats Music. One of the things that we've seen is this is the first music subscription service done right. It's not just about getting any song that's available out there, it's the curation, the ability of listening to playlists, like, you, like I did when I was a kid listening to albums. They've done the same thing with their music subscription service. And we think what we're gonna do together is incredible. At the end of the day, it's not about what Apple's doing today or what Beats is doing today. It's about the things that we're gonna to do together. And those things are gonna be much greater than anything we could do on our own. So,
2: there's a lot of commentary out there today, and a lot of people in this room, I think, are wondering this as well, which is, Apple's a company that does, has done some fantastic hardware over the years, great software. You have a lot of money. Why couldn't you, on your own, have brought out a line of premium headphones and created a streaming music service without acquiring Beats.
1: Well, certainly, you know, you could say Apple can do anything, Uh, but uh, we don't do everything. We do a few things, we do them and try to be the best at them in the world. And uh, we saw an opportunity here with Beats that's really unique because of, again, the special talent and what they've built. And we thought that could really accelerate us, and uh, it was a no-brainer for us. One of the things that you have to remember is I've known Jimmy and and a lot of his team for well over a decade, so this isn't something that you know just happened overnight or in the last six months. Um, Jimmy and I have talked about working together for the last decade, and. Uh, we're going to bring that to fruition now.
0: All right, Jimmy. Yeah. So, Jimmy, what are you going to sh- do?
3: What are you going to? Kind of like do... Eddie's answers. So just... <laughs> no, no, we're, I want we're not I want shy. to hear
1: your take on it.
3: My Both take things. on why? Why, why the Apple? deal? Why
2: Apple? And if you wouldn't mind, what you envision doing together?
3: Well, you know, okay, I'll go from the beginning. You know, Dre and I come from very similar backgrounds. You know, uh, my dad was a longshoreman down the Red Hook docks, and you know. Uh, he died there as well, you know, working as a longshoreman. Dre comes from, we all know, comes from Compton. You know, and the basic thing is that we we shared something, and it wasn't music. It was the dream of music. We said, okay, this is going to change our lives. We can get out of this neighborhood and go do something and make some money and live a better life. You know, that's really... Uh, it's dwindled right in the last 10 years of the record industry. A lot of young people are choosing other careers. We're not getting the best people we possibly can. And even some music musicians are deciding other careers now because of the what's going on with the, you know, the the, the whole feel of the thing and the commentary on the music industry is so negative. So, you know, we we met the guys at Apple, and what we realized is that they get it. When I first met Eddie and Steve, you know, I went to a bunch of tech companies first in the years 2000 when NAPSA first started, 1999, to around 2003. And I met a lot of guys and I said, wow, this is really, there's a great divide. You know, when I met Eddie and Steve, I, I came back to LA and I said, hey guys, these guys get it. They have feel, they understand culture, they have a feel for it, they can transmit it, they can communicate in it. And they know what we do and they respect what we do. They respect copyright, they, expect, they respect the entire, the entire food chain. So that's why Apple. We said, and since then, I've ever, always wanted to work with them. So we built Beats, we built Beats Music,
0: and um, you know, we got lucky. So one of the things you were talking about backstage was how we got lucky. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely lucky, I would say. Excuse me. Extremely lucky. <laughs> yeah. We got very. I got streaming lucky. Streaming lucky. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to have a little of your luck. Um, so. You were talking backstage about the difference between Hollywood and tech people, which I thought was very funny, this concept, and how you bring them together. It seems, even though they get it and everything else, the meshing seems possibly odd. Uh, well, you know, um, again, from our point of view. You were, but you were talking about Hollywood people Yeah, yeah, are, yeah,
3: well, you see, we, we come from a different world, you know, and, and when, as a team of business, everybody is mm-hmm. desperately insecure.
0: In Hollywood. Right, yeah, in
3: Hollywood. Right, in L.A., and New York. As long as you're in entertainment, you are desperately insecure. And the guys in, in Silicon Valley seem to be slightly overconfident. Okay. Right? <laughs> so, so it, you know, that's a rub. Yeah. You know, and... Um, <laughs> so, but, but what we feel is that, especially in the streaming area, especially in the, you know, the, the services area. You need curation, to have, to have 20 million songs out there and say give me your credit card and good luck isn't gonna work because there's a simple problem which is the album is, is going away, we all know that. Even, even artists are making fewer albums or when they do, they make them quicker on the road because all the money's on the road. This thing is affecting music in such a way, it, it's so powerful, the evolution, what we're starting to see. I'm not saying it's great, it's just we're starting to see massive change. And the sequencing of an album was very, very important. Because music's made in bite-sized pieces. But you need about an hour to really have an activity or do something. Or just you need an hour's worth of music. So what's going on with some of these other services is they're purely based on algorithms. And algorithms can't do the job alone. So what happens is you have young people listening to certain radio stations on the internet, right? And they and you for some reason, they just don't understand but they're not getting the feel that they're supposed to get. So it's not all the hype that they heard about, quote, music. And that's a very damaging thing to music. So we intervene and we say, no, no. You have to have the right sequence. You have to have the right feel of one song leading it to another. And we spotted two problems at Beats, Dre and I did. One of them was the audio problem. Audio is kind of like the record business. The record industry is sort of the ghetto of the entertainment business, and the audio business is the ghetto of the tech business. So Dre and I, we related, you know, and uh, we wanted to move uh, to a better neighborhood. Okay. So I made a deal with Apple. <laughs> I, I'm sorry.
2: You... Well, wait a minute. I, I, but I, but I you you so... moved to the neighborhood. <laughs> you moved to the exact part of the neighborhood which popularized compressed music in the biggest way with the iPod and all the other products.
1: Compressed music is not the
3: problem. But that's exactly right, because not only that, I've worked for 10 years with the engineers at Apple trying to make the sound of iTunes better constantly. I was a designated guy in America because I was a recording engineer and the record guy, you know, that little hybrid thing. So I got to work with them for 10, I know how much they care about audio, and I know how much the other companies don't. Whenever they have a problem with budgets in some of the big tech companies that make computers I know this from the sound guys the sound audio is the first place they cut 50 cents for audio 49 48 47 whatever number comes next and um, 46
2: 46 usually yeah
0: <laughs> sometimes 45 yeah okay all right so so can I are you moving to Cupertino
3: I'm going to spend a lot of time at Cupertino. In Dr. I'm, Dre's movie, I, but I I've been going up there, you know, ten times a year right. for the last ten years. I was really interested in what these guys were doing and the and the marriage. I mean, Dre and I are so interested in what they're doing that we built a school at USC that blends technology and the arts. It's computer science and the arts, and we started at USC in the first classes in September. And we got that model by watching. Eddie and Steve do their thing. We said, wow, this is really, there's a new kid out there, a young kid that's learning from this. They're great at technology, but they have a feel for the arts. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I said once before at this thing, and I said, most tech, most tech companies are culturally inept. And I really believe that. Record industry, the entertainment industry is technically inept, like I said. Confidence. So
0: you're going to build the perfect person who's... Excuse me? You're going to build the perfect person. I'm going to be a
3: crossover act, hopefully.
0: Okay, all right. Okay,
3: so what... (laughs)
2: Apple has already uh, obviously made a huge mark on music. You've made a huge mark on music from different places, as you just described, and directions. Now that you're unified, what kinds of possibilities are
0: there? What is he going to do for you? What What do you see him doing?
1: Well, first of all, as I said, he's... Both Dre and, and Jimmy have an incredible ear for sound, um, and uh, as he mentioned with curation, you have to know what the next song is. I grew up listening to albums, and you listen to a curated list, and so bringing that back is incredibly important to music. And music is dying in the way that we've known it. It's it hasn't been it hasn't been growing in the way that we all wanted to, and you can see it by the way as Jimmy said, the number of artists, you look at the number of new releases we've had in iTunes this past year, it's the smallest number of new releases we've ever had. And so when you bring what he's got and his company's got and what we have, it's not two plus two equals four. It's going to equal something much greater than that. And that's what we're excited about.
2: So um, I I met with you and we extensively talked about Beats Music and I get this idea that you have these curated playlists from... Various music experts and you know uh, magazine, music magazines, and all kinds of other people. Of course, you can make your own playlist too if you want. Uh, you have some algorithms in there, but you have a, a certain amount of human uh, uh, backing. But it hasn't uh, apparently caught on.
3: So you know, we have 250,000 subscribers who are three months old. From what I understand, the tech business—they usually have business for a little longer than that and don't make any money. You know, where. Uh, <laughs> Okay. You know we're getting <laughs> we're getting started. You know, I mean, we we're a new company. We got five million people visited. We got we made a really big mistake by not being the in-app purchase. Uh, you know, on Apple, we had five million people come, but kind of, we, we screwed that up, we fumbled the ball. This is
2: to, to convert from the second yeah, 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 day trial yeah, yeah. to the... Pay, to the
3: pay. But most importantly is we're getting the product right. You know, the simple fact that you said to me, I understand what you're doing kind of with list and curated list, It is so natural and innate to who we are in music. And the people that make music, what we're saying is very natural to us. Yes. Of, course, of course you have to have the right curated playlist. It, it's insane not to because there's no emotion without it. So how does
2: Apple help you...
3: Well, because we have a ton of ideas, but first of all, who doesn't want their Consumer Electronics Company who doesn't want their product made by Apple? We all know that a lot of people copy them and try to get their stuff like them. We actually have to get stuff made by them That's fantastic, right? One. Two, we have a lot of dreams for the subscription service. It's very important to every recording engineer, producer artist, songwriter Everyone in the music industry, the record labels, we have to get this right. We have to get this, this model right. We don't know the exact model yet, but we need to put steroids into this thing and get it done quickly. And Apple is the best company in the world, and we wanted to be with them. and they get
1: what we do. And, and, and 800 million customers million doesn't, uh, doesn't hurt either.
0: You like that. You like that part, the 800 million customers. That can't hurt, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that people have written about, and you don't have to agree with all of them, is this idea of you buying cool that you aren't cool anymore and you're buying cool. How do you respond to that? That, Because it was, I saw it lots of different places. I don't
1: don't think you buy cool. Uh, I think you make the best products in the world and customers love them. And and, uh, I think Beats is really cool because they make great products. Uh, And uh, we make great products and we're gonna make even better products together.
0: Why do you think people are, why do they say that from your perspective, do you?
1: I I think most people are very happy with Apple products. uh, So I, I don't define ourselves by being cool or whatever. I don't know exactly what that means. What I look at is do well, people he's, love our he's products. Cool.
0: He's, he's cool. Oh, well, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> there you go. We like Kara. Yeah. I'm coming next year. I'm totally not cool. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, um, are you keeping the Beats brand?
1: We are. Uh, we're going to keep the Beats brand. That's unusual for you? Well, we have other brands that we have within our uh, ecosystems, whether it's iTunes or iPad, and we'll see how this evolves. Those
2: are your brands that you... Uh, that you made up. I mean, sure. this, is a, this is an existing outside brand. Not exactly
1: the same thing, Eddie. No, really. it's not the same,
0: but. I p- beats. yeah. Thank you.
1: <laughs> I hadn't heard that one. Uh, <laughs> 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 and you know, we're, we're just beginning with our ideas and we'll see where it takes us. But for now, we we're absolutely keeping the board. What is your title? And it has,
2: no, it, it, just to follow up, and this has nothing to do with the fact that downloads, which, I mean, first of all, you never wanted to do streaming. I mean, Steve used to used to say that, and you never have done streaming. Downloads were down pretty significantly in the last couple quarters. Streaming, Spotify just passed 10 million. This deal has nothing to do with those those trends.
1: Well, it's
2: we, all about better music and better art. There's no.
1: Uh, no. I think number one, um, the fact of music sales uh, going away or uh, severely going down is, is way overrated. Uh, we just crossed 35 billion songs sold, uh, this past week.
2: Yeah, but is the rate
1: and, and the rate is leveled off. And that's true, uh, around it. We incorporated iTunes radio to bring free music with ads. We've got about 40 million, just over 40 million listeners in the U S and Australia, and we'll take it and grow it internationally. And we think music subscription is a third thing that we're going to bring to the table, but we wanted to do it the right way. And, uh, That's why I said it was really important. Um, and Jimmy and I talked about this, you know, as he was developing Beats music. And it's not like, again, this isn't something we we came about in the last day. We've known about this and we've shared ideas and, you know, what I thought we should do. And and we've got a lot of ideas about what we're going to do together.
0: So tell us one I'm sorry, what's what's your title? I'm just curious. Jimmy and Dre. Okay. Jimmy and Dre. (laughs) What? what? Comma.
3: Get, well, what? B. We work at Beats, we work for Apple, we report to Eddie, and we report to Phil on the electronic side and Eddie on the music side, right. and we're going to work there, and we don't, we don't really care what titles are and stuff like that, we just, you know... Do you have one? No. No. I don't think so. Yeah. Does he have one?
2: I'm sure he does somewhere in our, will our he get system, an, but... Will he get an office in Cupertino? Oh,
3: absolutely. I, they, so. I mean, look. I mean, they are got to give me the whole thing. He's got... <laughs> <laughs> he's got a badge.
0: <laughs> that's why
3: you're building the new
2: campus. That's, that's it. <laughs> For Jimmy and
0: yeah. Dre. <laughs> so, Walt said some of your ideas. What are, what are some ideas that you want
2: So I mean, just try to help us with an example of, of, of what. Because, look, we, we get, uh, I, I think most people in this room get what a streaming music service is, and I hope uh, uh, a lot of them understand your differentiation from, say, Spotify. Everybody's familiar with Apple. What would be an example of a kind of thing that could come out of this? So
1: there's a bunch of things we bring to the table, and I'll tell you some of those, and then you can think of your your own ideas of what you could do with that. Uh, Number one, we have a lot of customers. We know what they listen to. We have a lot of algorithms. We have a lot of curation. Um, We have a lot of customers that have an easy way to pay. We have a great relationship with artists. We deal directly with artists to give us incredible content. We work with them to market that content. And so we think all of those things, when you put them all together, it's on steroids with us together. And uh, it's going to bring the most important thing, great opportunities for artists and better music for customers.
0: Do you, uh, who do you consider your competition in doing this, what you're doing now? Is it Spotify? You know, when you're making music,
3: you don't look at what's going on in the studio next to you. You run your own race. We're creating something that has to have a feel. We have to get it mainstream. We have to do a bunch of things at once. We don't think about competition. We run our race. We market our race. We have a lot of information. Apple has a lot of information about music and what people listen to and what they like and who likes what. And, you know, hopefully we can use some of that. And we're going to do everything we can. But competition is not how people that come from what I do think. I mean, yeah, all the labels and stuff like that. But I'm talking about the creative process. You know, and every now and then, you know, I guess if Bruce Springsteen's in a studio, he'll think about, you know, the, the U2 song that's out. and say, oh, i got to make one better, or the Stones with the Beatles. But we don't think like that every day. You know, we run your, try to do something different. See, a lot of what goes on, like, you know, it's, it's interesting, because a lot of what goes on that I see in consumer electronics, and now that I've, I've been involved in it and I've been somewhat successful, is you copy what somebody successful did. And that goes against everything that the creative process is. It's, it's, it's embarrassing to copy, you know, uh, if you're really great, you know. So we, we come out of, we don't look at a competition.
2: Jimmy, I, I want to ask you about uh, the fact that uh, two things. First of all, you sold the company once before to HTC. Why did you sell it then, and why did it fall apart? Because, you
3: know, well, you see, we, we, we went to HCC. First of all, we needed a partner desperately. The thing, monster deal was ending. We needed a partner. We had at that time we had five employees. Now we have five hundred and fifty. You know, so we needed a partner. And we looked around, you know, and it, HCC was very interested. And I always felt that music. This is before was going on now, I felt that the only chance music had was through the telephone, right? And so we picked a um, smartphone maker and made a deal, and it it was really a culture clash, you know? I had to make the deal at the time, I made it, and uh, it didn't work, it crashed and burned. It didn't work out. But
2: if you guys, and I believe you, uh, know each other as well as you do, (laughs) and you've been working with Apple,
0: uh, Why didn't you go in the first? Why, Why you are you kidding? To I asked
3: them every day for ten years. It's um, it wasn't in the cards that. You, Jeff, by the way, these guys are not easy to get to. You know, do things right? <laughs> these guys are not. They easy make to deal they with. make deals like they make products. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> I see.
2: So you, Was it discussed
3: at the time? When like, were, oh, I, I ran Eddie through everything I've done for the last 11 years, monthly. Everything. He so knew you everything.
2: knew about him doing the deal with HTC? Absolutely. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. Absolutely.
2: And you didn't try to say come do it with us?
1: Instead. The time wasn't right. We were busy and you, know, you can only do so many things that are great in life. You try to do too many you end up with a lot of right. mediocre products. Right. Another we want to build great products.
2: You ha- also did a, it wasn't an acquisition, but you did a a kind of a co-branding deal with one of Apple's competitors, HP. Yeah, uh, is that well, still because, in
3: existence? And... No. Well, it won't be. Uh, it'll end soon. The contract ends, and when it ends, it ends. But we did that because we didn't like the sound of computers. We wanted to go into a company that made computers and make them sound better, hoping that Dell would take the hint from there and everyone would make computers because the computers are made for talk. Apple is the only computer that actually had real good audio in it. They spent the time and did it every other company, every other computer sounds like a portable television. And then made for talk, and, what they, but, and unfortunately, they get used for music. So we went in there and did everything we could to get a deal with HP or any computer company that would listen to us so we could fix the audio on their, uh, on their computers.
0: So let's talk about the headphone part of the business. Again, Walt pointed out you could have made them. What, how do you look at where this, that's going? And do you want to innovate in that area that it's just headphones, or is there other things you all want to make at a... um,
1: without talking about the, some of our new product ideas. We think headphones are great. Uh, you wear them a lot. My daughter wears them all the time to do her homework every day. You wear them when you're. I wear them when I'm exercising. Uh, I wear them, you know, uh, when I want to remove noise. One of the things that I love about Beeson, and we talked about this. I remember you showed me the ad before it came on uh, on TV. Was the the ad that they did with uh, Kevin Garnett and Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you put music on, again, to focus and do great work. We see a lot of great engineers doing that. And so, we think there's a huge opportunity for headphones. Uh, They've done an amazing job. And and most important, again, about the quality of sound. And it's not just headphones, but also speakers. Um, And they've just started that. There's a huge opportunity there. Again, sound quality is something that I I completely agree. I've spent a lot of money in my house because I want a great sound. Um, But it's not something that people are, I used to.
0: So what else could you make? What else? Go back to headphones for a second.
3: Our dream is that everyone who buys a phone in the world upgrades to a decent sounding. These guys are making media, uh, technology that plays media, right? Media centers. That's what the phones are. They have earbuds. Remember, you know. Yeah,
2: but he, he makes those earbuds.
3: Apple makes those earbuds. They make them to see if the machine works. That they can't. You know. <laughs> Eddie, you've never
2: put it that way at the Apple presentation. That's right. <laughs> you
3: see, they they make a phone. It's not their responsibility to make a headphone and charge I don't know. another three hundred dollars.
2: Jimmy,
1: to make another two hundred dollars well, we, and charge another hundred dollars. Jimmy phone. will tell you, we make the best headphones that come in the box. But you know, when you want to sell, when you want to create incredible sound and the best, it sound, costs more money. It costs more money. So we right? had to educate people. But we, we turned an
3: entire generation onto audio. Whoever has a kid knows that four years ago, they were listening on little speakers, computer speakers, little earbuds, and now that most of them have Beats and, or other headphones. And that, that's a big transition. But when people talk about the headphone business, they look at it like, oh, that's some kind of business, you know. But there's a possibility that everyone who buys a smartphone will buy, a, upgrade their headphones to get the media right to get the audio right i mean you know it's a sense it's one of the six senses right i mean right. hearing and if there's no feel in it then how are you going to you know you listen to uh, apocalypse now and the helicopter sounds like a mosquito
0: so what <laughs> what else what else what else could you make for them? What other speakers? speakers Bluetooth you know?
3: speakers. Right. right now, we're into speakers and headphones. That's what we're doing right now. We have a long way to go to turn the market into realizing the value in good audio. It's really been degraded, it really has been uh, damaged. Now,
2: you did a speaker once at Apple. We did.
3: I have three of them.
2: And you the have three of them, the Hi Fi. And then you pulled it off the market, I presume, because it wasn't selling very well, right?
1: And, you know, Again, we, we started focusing on other products and uh, we didn't think that that was the the right energy and, and time for us to spend. Uh, and we think right now, with the products that we have, going into speakers is a great idea. So he... We have portable devices, we've got iPads. People want, want speakers uh, that can go with them. And uh, we love what they're doing.
2: I, is their technology gonna be involved in the internal speakers? Because sometimes you're not, Near a speaker, or you don't, you just want to listen to something through the speaker on the iPad, for instance. As I said, which is not it, a fantastic I, I, experience.
1: They've got the best ears on the planet. They bring recording artists, producers, tuning, and everything that we will bring with Jimmy and his team. At the same time, we've got audio engineers, and so combining the two together, we think we're going to have incredible products. So,
0: can you talk a little bit broadly? We're going to talk to you both a little bit more broadly about, because we've got uh, just a half an hour left, um, about the Hollywood technology relationship. You know, uh, insecurity and stuff. Well, How is you know, it now, and how do you look at the overall? It opinion?
3: really focused on... You see, I was always a big fan of Sony when Marita and Olga were there, you know, and they had a technology company, and they bought... Columbia Pictures and oh. Columbia Records oh, had the idea. He was an opera singer, right? And he had the right idea to blend those two things together. But when he died, the new people couldn't blend the worlds. And so then you cut to, to 1999, and what the entertainment business knew of Silicon Valley was we take your stuff and rip it and burn it, and you're... Your, Sales go down, right? So there's an enormous education and a trust. They, the industry feels that the tech companies don't care about copyright, whether they're right or wrong. I have no idea, right? And um, so there's a there's a bridge that needs to be um, still. Yeah. It's oh still, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, everyone says no, no, no. I'm. But it's still there. I mean, there's a fear. There's a there's an intimidation. You know, and. Um, and is that insecurity and that a little overconfidence? You know.
1: I've been doing this for 10 years, and I think we've been very successful at, at, at working with Hollywood. What I've seen is is the lack of respect uh, between the two sides. And what happens is a lot of Silicon Valley looks at what Hollywood does and says it's really easy. You put a camera in front of a few actors, you got yourself a movie. You put a microphone and a record record producer, you record the song, you put it out, how hard is that? And they don't appreciate the artistic talents and the amount of work that it takes to do that because they do it so well. On the reverse side, we used to find the same thing which is the entertainment industry looked at technology and said, you know, they've leveraged and had a huge amount of their business success based on technology. You know, DVDs, CDs, right, eight tracks, these were all technologies, not developed by those industries, but by technology companies. Right. And they kind of took those for granted and said that's really easy. The next one just come out and it's, you know, it's not really hard and if I need software I can just buy it off the shelf. And there's been a lack of you know, appreciation for the, for the work that each side does. And I think one of the advantages that, that we had and in particular with our relationship with Disney and Pixar, and, and the fact that we look at coding and the software that we make and the hardware that we make is something artistic, that boundary between technology and liberal arts, that we really have a great deal of respect for what Hollywood does.
2: Can I change the subject and talk about some other things that are in your purview? Sure. And you can weigh in anytime time you want. And I can't what stop I would like anyway.
3: is that bottle of water right next to you. Got here. This oh, is I recode do? water. Oh, I have one. Okay, great. Water I'm sorry. I didn't see it.
1: It's supercharged water. I thought it was water. budget. He's been an employee for a day, so I think he can answer pretty much anything for Apple now. That's good. Right. That's good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're gonna, that's exactly right. I feel you might regret some of that, but that's okay. We love it. We love it. We're thrilled about so, it. So
2: here at, here at this conference, we've been talking about two subjects in a lot of the interviews. One is the cloud, and one is uh, TV, and you, those are both in your purview. So, uh, Apple has been interested in doing some kind of big TV project now for several years, at least, Um, before his death. Steve talked about it uh, in very general terms, as he always did, very general. Uh, Tim has said it's an area of interest, but we don't see, uh, you know, there's been some additional programming on your Apple TV box, and I know the I, I, it seems like the sales have increased uh, in recent periods, but we don't see a new product, an, a TV, or a or a new set-top box on a different scale. Why not? Have you, have you decided not to do it, or what's going on?
1: Yeah, let me, you know, one, I'll give you just a quick update on Apple TV, and then I'll, I'll talk a little bit about TV in general without talking about any products or whether we're working or not, but... Sort of how we see what's going on in TV. Uh, one, Apple TV is right. It has it has taken off. Uh, we sold over 20 million of them now. Um, we, we have, we've built an over billion dollar business with Apple TV on its own. Um, and so we've seen a billion a tr- dollar year business. Correct. Last year in 2013. It'll be bigger this year. Uh, we've added a tremendous amount of new content, uh, including live content, uh, live news channels, live weather channels, uh, great sports. Um, we've tied it to things in the cloud, your photos, all of those things, and so it's doing great. Um, One of the things that I, and I think why there's so much interest in TV uh, in general is because the TV experience sucks. Um, It's still based on, when I was a kid, I remember the first time we brought home a a VCR, and that was the greatest invention in the world because I could record things. Um, And all we have today is glorified VCRs. They're bigger, Um, you know, I don't have to set the clock when the uh, power goes out anymore. Uh Um, But I still have to manage storage. Um, I still have to worry about, you know, did I remember to record something? If I miss something, if I told you about a show last night that you missed, you can't get it. It's not the way your experience is with Apple TV where you can call things up and you immediately are watching. And so I think there's a tremendous interest with all of us, because everyone here watches a lot of TV. By the way, everyone says they don't watch TV. It's true, you know, most Americans watch six hours a day of TV. Uh, so there's a lot of TV viewing, and the experience has been stuck. Uh, I can't. You know, I came here today. Uh, I wanted to watch my TV on my iPad. It's hard to do that. Uh, I subscribe. I may not. I have to authenticate. Uh, if I authenticate, that channel may not be available because Jeez, of Brian some Roberts said it was easy as pie
2: <laughs> and so, when
1: he was here. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I think that's why there's a lot of interest. I, I, I don't believe I think I think it can be a lot easier. And Brian, by the way, is doing the best. He's done a great job with what he's, you know, with what he's done. But I think there's a long way to go in TV. So what are you doing? So what are you doing?
2: Why why have you not presented well, the world with a new, a reinvented TV that doesn't suck? You said it sucks.
1: What, why didn't because, because the bar is low. The, the, because TV, TV is a hard problem to solve. Uh, I think you, one of the problems that you have with TV is you've got a bunch of disparate systems um, of different providers. Uh, there's no standards, uh, either locally in the US, even within some regions, certainly globally. Um, there is a, a lot of rights issues associated with it. Uh, going down to who owns the content, where you can play it. It's a complicated landscape. Does it have to
2: mostly to do with not only wanting to, to present a, a, a piece of hardware and software a product, like a supercharged Apple TV or a, a new kind of TV set, but with that you wanted to go out with a content service to go with it of some kind? That it's not just enough to have a better device?
1: Again, I, I, I don't want to talk about what we are or aren't doing. Um, I, I'm trying to give you sort of the, the issues or the problems that you have <laughs> you think about doing TV and what are the challenges with it.
0: So the idea is it's complicated, is the
1: problem? It's, it's not, it's, the, the, the problems aren't complicated. Solving them are, are complicated because there's a lot of parties involved. Right, and, uh, which is the same with music. And there's not, well no, there's a lot of standards in music. <laughs> um, you know, when we, when we do deals with the music labels, um, I don't have to worry about getting the music in a different way. Uh, I don't have to worry about the rights associated with it. I know I can distribute it. I can stream it. I can play it. Uh, I can put it on iTunes Radio. Um,
2: well, aren't there different rights associated with those different kinds of playback? Of-
1: there are, but they've, they've all been set and they're all available. I see. Um, with TV, that's not the case, and, and you see that in your own experience. Um, you know, the, the content varies widely of what you can and can't get.
2: So. If it's a hard problem, does that mean you just coast with Apple TV now, or is Apple, the current Apple TV no. going to evolve? Uh, Apple TV
0: is going to continue. I want to hear your opinion. He's
1: gonna, it's gonna, well, he loves Apple TV, so we'll, we'll uh, hear I, his right, opinion. But, but, but Apple TV is going to continue to evolve. It's a great product. I love it. I use it every day. Um, it's a great way to experience things like watch ESPN. Um, I'm a Comcast subscriber from that standpoint. I can watch HBO. Go on on Apple TV because I've subscribed through Comcast, and so it gives a great experience. and, and we're going to keep improving that and, and bringing how, more how content. What do you, look what at you it? think about it?
3: Well, I have an enormous job putting music, getting our music idea right. I wouldn't dare enter into Apple's TV plans, what well, are or are not. So it's not my area yet. I just I'm I'm four hours old.
0: Okay. I just but, retired Jimmy, from the record in this hour. Jimmy, that's not you.
3: You're not that shy and retiring. It, I'm, I'm insecure and humble. <laughs>
0: but now you're insecure and arrogant. Jimmy, at the same you time. watch,
2: <laughs> you watch TV. You
3: I, I do. But what, do you, what are you asking me?
0: Well, how I do you imagine TV? if you're? What would you want? What, what kind of TV
2: do you think Apple could do?
0: Well, I would.
3: Uh, I know you're not involved in it, but well, what, My, you're an my Apple bigger customer. problem. My bigger problem is with movies. I was with my girlfriend the other day and one of my kids and her two children, and we were trying to watch a movie. It took us 20 minutes to even think about what we could find. It's another morass of just confusion, you know? So I come at it from a place of curation. I come, that's my whole, my whole thing. That's where I come at everything from. Right now, it's a morass of information and content, and it's, you, know, you get lost in the flood.
0: So what are you gonna do, are you gonna be, you just said I just left the record industry four hours ago. Are you gonna really leave the record industry? I did, I'm
3: um, I'm retired, I'm a retired uh, record executive.
0: So you're not gonna make any more music? I'm not gonna You're not gonna make any more music?
3: No, I, I, no I, I'm really interested in the record industry right now and the artist community and the problems that they're all having, you know. No one realizes the effect these things have in an evolutionary standpoint. For example, I said it, I, I touched on it before, but what's going on right now is most artists live on the road and are making their albums on the road. I'll use Bruce Springsteen for an example. When he's recording, he used to take off for a year and a half to make an album because there was something in it for the, him on the album. Now people are making their albums. A vast majority of musicians are making their albums on the road. So they aren't as interesting anymore. And every, I think everyone here feel the same way.
2: So it's not the Beatles and Abbey Road Studios with for months on end. It,
3: I mean, there's some young bands, but they're not being funded properly. There's no investment. It, to invest, new money in new art, invest money in new artists is very, very difficult. The, the economics of the record industry is very, very difficult. Not just for the labels. What happens a lot of times, people just focus everybody, go, oh, those labels, all those corporate guys, they're making all that money, they can make a little less money, but what it really does, the trickle-down effect is devastating to the artist and to the recording engineers and to the songwriters and to the record producers. It's all being devastated. So what I'm looking to do right now at this point, I mean, I had an extraordinary life in music. I really was very, very, very lucky and so did Dre. So we have an opportunity now to. Blend these two worlds and get music presented in the right way, both in audio and in curation and streaming. It's an extraordinary thing. It's—I mean—I made records for 41 years, you know, and that's a long time,
0: you know. So two things: could you make content for Apple? Would you imagine doing? I'm not even thinking about that. Not even even
3: thinking about it. I'm thinking about getting the delivery right and the and the curation right, and you keep going. You know, I keep hearing that this guy who runs this service or that those people. They like, um, they love music, you know, that's why. They're okay, they like music, so they're making uh, services, and I like chocolate, but I'm not Willy Wonka, I'm not gonna run a chocolate factory, <laughs> you know? It, it's, uh, it's the truth, you know, so we, we're coming at it, we teamed up with Apple, we're not overconfident, you know, we say, okay, we need these guys, and we've had some success in tech. We've had a little bit of success, we said, okay. Yeah.
0: We did that. Is there an album you wanted to make that you haven't made now that you're retired? Is there one great album? I'm just curious.
3: I mean, in in the past?
0: Right now? I mean, you know, know, I'm not
3: a big fan, but I wish I had made The Wall because it's such a transitional record. A friend of mine, Bob Eswin, made it. during that time, I just think sonically, and interesting wise, it was incredible, you know. uh, The advent of stereo, Sgt. Pepper was incredible. You know, I I, I I had the fortune to talk to Paul McCartney and he told me a story about when him and John walked in. George Martin, they always had one speaker in the studio. So he walked in and then one day there were two. So John says, twice as loud. (laughs) <laughs> you, know, and, and, you know, And what they did was, that's why Sgt. Pepper sounds like that. Everything's either on the extreme left or the extreme right. They were just saying, oh, wow, let's go, you know. <laughs> and uh, so that's exciting, you know. And, and this to, to me, this is that. This is the new album. To create a listening experience for a half hour, an hour, or an hour and a half, that moves people, because right now, they are not being moved by what exists. It's not going to go mainstream because it's not emotional. People will pay for service. They'll pay for an experience. They're not going to pay for access. They just won't do it. It's not... Well, in- I,
2: people are... Spotify is getting people to pay
3: for access. It's, it's not... It's it's worldwide. It's costing a fortune. They It costs... You know, everyone talks about these... Mo- Spotify is a very good service, and they're very good people, okay? But I think... They need to push into human creation as well. Because when you have these free services, they cost a fortune. So a lot of this business, not just Spotify, all of it, is being funded by venture capital people, some of the people in this room, right? So they're being funded by that. That's going to end soon. And when that ends, because these gigantic advances to the label, it's going to retract. And when there's not a real business model underneath it, it's going to cave. And then you're really gonna see a problem. And so that's we, why you
2: don't have a free service. We don't,
3: we, we don't right now. Who knows if we will. I'm not against Spotify's free service. I'm saying the model isn't right yet. It's not hot enough yet. It's not satisfying enough people. We're in America. Spotify should have 10
0: million people in America. So Not so, worldwide. So to... They're
3: good service. They're good people. We do something very, very different. So
0: you, you, you mean in reaching out to this emotional level, that's how you get that? And the emotional? So, you were saying getting to these emotional curated human connection. You
3: have to. It's all that you sell with music. It's, a, it's The audio is important. The sequence is important. The songs are important. You know, the only, the only conduit music has for emotion is sound. So if there's not good sound, you're not going to get the emotion. No one's going to pay for it. No one's going to want to experience it. The same thing with curation. It's the same thing as audio. If it's not right, it's just gonna be flat. People aren't gonna know why it's not right. They're just gonna say, you know what? I get more excited on a video game. Give me Grand Theft Auto. Right. Can, okay.
0: Can, can, can I just say, hey, wait a minute. You, uh,
2: I, I've gotta got get back to this. I'm sorry, it's not a music question, but um, the cloud stuff. You have iCloud and people, there's, it has no visible face. So if I have Dropbox, if I have Google Drive, if I have some, any of those others, I can put things in the cloud that are mine. I know where they are. I can fetch them. They sync to my computer or any device I have. You don't have a way for me to go and find my stuff.
1: Have you, are you never going to do that? Well, first you say that iCloud doesn't have a face and... and um... There's, you have to be careful with that because we're not trying to make iCloud to have a face. What we're trying to do is create services that seamlessly integrate with your hardware and software. And so today, every one of our customers is using iCloud multiple times a day for lots of different services. They're just not seeing it as iCloud, whether they're sending an iMessage, whether they're getting a push notification, whether they're doing a find my iPhone, um, whether they're using iWork and having their documents in the cloud, whether they're changing, you know, Jimmy's new home work number, which is now in the 408 area code. Can we get that? <laughs> you know, all of those things happen seamlessly, and the customer isn't thinking about it from an iCloud perspective, and we think that's great. That's not what we're trying to do. What we're trying to do is get customers to get their work done. Now, specifically to your question, the secondary question, which is storage, um, you know, we understand the problem. What we've done is we've created a great storage model of the applications exist on iOS and the Mac at the same time, like iWork does, and those documents are saved in the cloud and you'd see them when you open them. You'd like to see it available wider than that. And I would. And you've told me that, and you know, we'll see what we can do.
0: So <laughs> I think that was a no. Um, what does this deal signal on a bigger scale? This is your biggest deal ever you don't buy that much stuff. You buy a lot of, uh, not big stuff like this. Does this signal a change in attitude that you need to bring in new things, that you'll be buying more things? Is it, is it a shift in mentality at the company?
1: Well, f- first of all, we, we've never had this, you know, we've never had a rule that says you know, thou shall not buy.
0: Right, it just uh, feels like it.
1: And uh, well, we've bought, in, you know, since last year, we've bought 27 companies. Right. Um, and so we've been buying companies and we've looked at companies both large and small um, but
0: this is a significant purchase.
1: It's a big purchase. There's no doubt about it. Not
0: to you people with all your money, but go ahead, go ahead. It's You'll always a,
1: it's, it's a big purchase.
0: Somebody told me I said it's like uh, you know buying a new house uh, when I was talking about this purchase. And I said, it's like buying a new house. And I said, oh, for, and someone in the tech industry said, oh, for Apple, it's like buying a soda at the store. But anyway, um, it's uh, a big purchase in any case. We
1: certainly don't feel like that. Yeah, and, okay. and so it's not a soda for us. It's very important. And and uh, we just looked at this as, this is a great opportunity for, for us to, to partner and, and do some great things with. Beats and, and we're going to make some incredible products together. Are
0: there other areas that you think this is an area, that you think are, an? Ex, is there some other part of the ecosystem that you think you need to bring it in or can you build it?
1: We're, all, we're always looking and seeing what opportunities, as I said, we've bought 27 companies and, and uh, we'll always keep looking and if we see an opportunity, we'll certainly strike. Okay.
2: Another non-music question, okay? Sure. So you have iMessage, you mentioned it a minute ago. You have FaceTime. You have a number of these cloud-based services. But they only work on your products. They basically are, as far as I can tell, designed to make your products more attractive, your hardware products more attractive to people. Why aren't they cross-platform the way iTunes? You made iTunes cross-platform, and it really made all the difference. It was a huge win for you. These things are not cross-platform. Oh, Will they ever be?
1: Many of the things that you're talking about are... are- as I said, really, really integrated with our software, with our OS, with our hardware, uh, to deliver the experience that you're talking about. So when you say something like iMessage, for example, one of the great things that we did seamlessly is whether you're getting an SMS message or an iMessage, it's in the same application, it works exactly the same, and we've integrated that. Um, and so those types of opportunities are you know, more difficult to do or impossible to do on other platforms. But we're not against other platforms. As a matter of fact, one of the things we should we, we haven't mentioned is Beats Music is, you know, available on Android and, and Windows uh, Mobile, and uh, we expect to continue to be cross-platform on and, Beats.
0: And Music. you'll be developing more for Apple, or the same developing at the same rate? It'll be the
2: Apple. same on, on all platforms, co-equal, or you, it'll we be hope better to. on your on iOS. We ho- well, everything's better on iOS.
0: But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you let him walk. No, right actually, not so, everything is yeah.
1: not better on iOS. So, that's and and. Uh, So, you know, of course, we like I said, we're going to be cross-platform with Beats Music, and we're excited about that opportunity.
0: Can you talk just a little more just about the deal? How involved Eddie was clearly involved. You've been talking almost continually for the rest. Yeah, Yeah. Eddie,
3: Eddie, uh, Eddie, and Tim were incredibly involved, and um, the record industry really likes Eddie, Eddie Q. You know, because Apple embraces the record industry, and it really inspired me and, and the people that I brought into Beats and Dre, because we feel that there's an idea and a plan there. You know, what we did with Beats, I was, I was looking at a lot of different areas, right? I said, okay, you know, there's Apple, there's, but there's also MTV, and there was Yahoo at the time, you know? And I said, I said to the people that run the labels, I said, why are we making the content and other people advertise around it? I said this doesn't make any sense so part of why I built the product was to prove that we could push out through our media our content and turn it into media and that was one of the experiments with Beats was and we did that and we harnessed the media the marketing budget for Beats in the first three years was zero. We got to five hundred million dollars in sales without ever spending a penny in marketing because we knew how to harness media so These are different types of models that that can be um, affected. You know, for example, we we did product placement in the videos. That's what we did. We did a lot of that, right? And we make sure, because we have great, real talented directors and stuff, they integrated the product properly. Now, you talk about intrusion, right? What's more intrusive? Watching a video and seeing a 15-second you know, Geico commercial with a lizard talking to you? Or is it something being used as a speaker or a headphone or a product in the actual spot? And you know, get the artist on board and you can do it properly, it can be fantastic. And the labels would make all that money. There is a a gigantic hole where the labels can really, really reap the benefits of. So these are all things that I'm just thinking about and Eddie and I talk about this stuff all the time.
1: But, you know, who, who approached you about this deal here? <laughs> <laughs> Again, we've been talking about this yeah. for, for a long, well, long time. He's probably been
0: bugging you for a decade or No, no long we haven't
1: time. been bugging. Bugging I might we're good friends, you know, and, uh,
0: and, and, and you know,
3: we wanted to prove ourselves. We wanted to get on the board, you know. We well, how did you approach him? What did you say? I just always would say, Eddie, we should work together. You know, I got some ideas. We're trying this. We're trying that. We talked about it constantly, and then eventually, you know, you you date for how did you
0: get to this one?
3: How does somebody date for ten years and then get married? You know what I mean? It just all of a sudden it happens, right?
0: Okay. Okay. I I bet there was a moment that that. Yeah, of
3: course, there's a moment. Absolutely. Tell it to me.
0: Oh, I love know. the story I, that, about your marriage. I, I,
3: look, I, I'm at Apple now. I can't say anything. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and yet you said so much. Yeah. So what, keep I, going.
2: Apparently that's not true. Okay. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> <after> okay. okay.
0: <laughs>
2: really?
3: What, no.
0: No, seriously. What, what was the moment that You're you You're not going to get You we were trouble. talking for so long. We were talking before and we tried to
3: work together. Tim was involved in the conversation and we just said, let's go. You let's know, There's nothing it's not more serious than that.
1: You know? we, yeah. did the, we did the U2 iPod together.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. yeah.
1: I remember no. that. I was there it's when. It's not the, like, oh, roll your eyes. That was, I was really there at successful.
0: That time. Yeah. No, no, I didn't roll my eyes. Oh, I guess you rolled your
3: eyes. I'm insecure, remember?
0: Later, afterwards, I'll hug you a little bit. Right. <laughs> um, so <laughs> he's looking forward to that. Um, I didn't. Yeah, he didn't. Okay, uh, <laughs> so uh, when you're saying Tim was involved, suddenly got involved, I'm just curious, how is he as a leader? For, how do you look at him as a leader, and how are you looking at him as, as a CEO now that it's how many years in, two, two years in?
1: Two. Well, I've, two been, years. I've been working with Tim since uh, right. 1997. Him and I started um, the uh, Apple online store together. He was running manufacturing at the time when he was brought on board. I was, I was building the uh, online store, and so I've had the opportunity of working with him for, for many, many years. Uh, he's extremely thorough. Um, he has tremendous vision. Uh, he cares uh, tremendously about building great products that's what we're you know when you look at the executive team Tim um, the reason we've been successful is we're completely focused on the products that we're building Uh, we don't try to do too many things as I said we're we're not smart enough to do a hundred great things Um, we want to do a few really incredible things and and we're focused on that and that hasn't changed and uh, and uh, it's been you know Keep going down the path we're going of building great, great products, and uh, you know, uh, later this year we've got you know the best product pipeline that I've that I've seen at Apple in my 25 years at Apple.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, so, the
3: best product pipeline you've seen in 25 years. That's right. That
2: includes you tell, the iPhone. Could you
0: tell us about them?
3: <laughs> I, I get to see it tomorrow. Oh. I've been hanging out with these guys for two months. They, when I go somewhere, they put tarps over everything. Yeah, it's yeah. Amazing. But can we I'm not come? kidding.
0: Sorry
1: <laughs> I walk around they I won't tarps say anything. On things he said
0: they don't show Walter,
1: you know we got a lot we got a lot of job opportunities at Apple where you know, if, if you're interested, let me know <laughs> the insurance but is really no, but good.
2: I, you know that's a really strong statement you made a few minutes ago yeah. that you think you have for the rest I think you said for the rest of this year you have the best product pipeline you've seen in twenty five years we're, and in twenty five years you did the iMac the IPod, iPod, the iPhone, iPad. the iPad, the MacBook Air. Those are all They're widely recognized great. as pretty good
1: products, right? Uh, I agree with you, and I, I believe certainly the products we've got coming are, are great. And you'll let us know, I'm sure. <laughs>
0: um, I'm going to ask one more question about, uh, about the influence of Steve Jobs in this, because he overhangs almost everything at Apple. Has that changed at all now? Do you feel when you're talking about this best product? pipeline and how do you how do you look at that legacy when you're thinking about first uh, Eddie?
1: Look Steve uh, one of the things that he wanted to create is an amazing culture um, that was always going to last longer than he was going to be CEO and uh, you know I believe he learned that once by having left Apple and seeing what happened to Apple after he left and so when he came back and you know I had the the pleasure of working with them for 17 years, very closely every day. Um, We always talked about this being, you know, we wanted Apple to be what Apple, what we were building, to last for, you know, 100 years or 200 years, and and that's the culture that he created at Apple. And so the, you know, attention to detail, um, you know, you know, caring about, you know, every little little detail about our products. Um, not trying to do too many things. Do a few things, but do them really great. Um, that's the same, you know, culture that you know all of our, our folks have, and, and you know what I hope continues way past when I'm here, and you know. And, but you and can't
2: lose somebody like that without you're human beings. You can't lose somebody like that without going through a reset of some kind. I don't mean the entire company's culture changes, but there's a reset. There's Jobs, people leave, people are hired, jobs change. The, we, we, the, the way of doing things has to change a little bit, even though Tim has was at his side all those years. Is the reset pretty much? Are you feeling like
1: you're through it now, or I, I never, I you know, I never felt a reset. Um, you know, uh, unfortunately, you know, Steve got ill for a long period of time, and, and so it wasn't a one day thing. Right. Um, you know, from that standpoint, where you woke up one day and he was there, and the next day he wasn't. Uh, it took a long time, and so I never felt like we had a reset. We've had a, a, an, a we have an amazing executive team. Many of us who have been there for a, a long, long time at Apple, working together as a team, uh, building those products. As I said, whether it's hardware, software, services, completely integrated, and uh, so no transit. You
2: don't, you don't like the word reset. I mean, there's got to have been some. But there's transitions. Transition. You,
1: you look, Steve. Steve was a great friend, a great mentor. I miss him as a friend. So you can't say it, it doesn't mean anything or that standpoint. No, it's it's very meaningful from that standpoint. But when I look at what he set up at Apple and what we're doing, I think he'd be extremely proud of all the work that we're doing today and the products that we're building. Um, and so I, I think we're, we're continuing a lot of the legacy that he built.
0: And how do you look at that legacy? Well, how do you look at the job's legacy in the current Apple? Well, you know,
3: um, we all know well, those of us who are fortunate enough to know him, that he didn't suffer fools, you know. And when you meet the team at Apple, you get it. Every one of them is incredible. I mean, Dan Riccio, Phil, Eddie, you know, Tim. These guys are all aces. You know, they're really, really good. And I can't speak to them. I, I, I'd be out of, out of place. I have no information to say it you to know, an outsider. You know, this is a great, great company. And any team that loses its, you know, point guard needs to change its offense a little bit, right? When they get a the new team in. And they're they're adding pieces to Angela from Burberry, who is brilliant. What a great choice that was. I had a meeting with her, and I was like Wow. She's incredible. You know, and there are other people that are added to the team that are amazing, plus the team that they have. Johnny, you know, these guys are incredible. They're incredible people. Steve put the greatest team in the world together.
0: And what is Apple today to you as the four-hour employee? How do you look at it? You
3: know, I was I was stunned at how small it is in an operation, meaning that how flexible, how it moves, how how the community is you know it's a communal thing it's very 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 personable and i was really really surprised and it's fantastic to deal with it moves you know it moves like a small company but it's gigantic
2: awesome. alright well thank you thank,
0: thank, thank you, you very for much for being here and congratulations on your deal
1: thanks